Welcome to All Kinds. I'm Kaya. And I'm Yehudis. Today, we're going to be discussing all the daytime, nighttime controversies. Ellen, what's going on? Same with Jimmy. As well, we're going to be discussing the always popular Karens. <laughs> They've gone wild. Let's get started and figure out what is going on. Absolutely. So getting into this, Ellen DeGeneres, as you know, she has a very popular TV show. And her motto at the end of the show every time is to always say, and as always, be kind to one another. That's what Ellen's public persona. That's what she wants you to believe, that she's kind. But Haya, you have information that leads to other otherwise. So we all know Ellen, and it's almost like you know you just have to love Ellen. And we do. She's been around a very long time. Even before she made that historic, uh, yep, I'm gay thing on time. That was historic. She had her own show, I remember, Mm -hmm. with Jeremy Piven. And it was always really cute because back then, even though she wasn't out, Uh, There was like a uniform, like she was clearly out on the show, but she played a a heterosexual woman out and about dating and the trials and tribulations. Well, what she became controversial at the time was the, yep, I'm gay. But as you know how that all worked out, she got her show. Then uh, recently, Ellen's been in the news a few times. Uh, There was the time she was cited seeing with George Bush. And then this very famous YouTuber, I don't know her. I don't know if you ever watched this girl. Nikki DeJagger. I don't know if I'm not saying she's this right. the makeup artist. Oh, OK. So she actually said Ellen was very cold and mean to her, but she's transgender. That was the whole thing. Right. Well, I think Ellen, before we get into a list of her deeds, <laughs> I think she <laughs> I think Ellen is groundbreaking. I mean, she's a lesbian. Absolutely. She has a talk show host. And when I see Ellen, I don't think of lesbian right away when I watch her show. And that's what I think is great. She doesn't just she'll confront it when it needs to be confronted like once when she was on um, a spokesperson for jc penny this company called a million moms this organization were against it because she was gay so then she comes on her show and she makes a very funny uh skit because they accused her of having a like a gay agenda so she made a very funny skit about it so before all that say hold on there was before ellen's daytime show ellen existed before then was in movies and all that the rosie had a show that is true. So and Rosie, you know what? I completely yeah. forgot. I think Rosie yeah. is the best talk show host. I grew up watching Rosie. I think Rosie. she was openly gay. I don't think openly she Openly gay. Yeah. She wasn't so hiding it. So you know what? You're right. Kids. But so. Ellen was still funny in that regard. However, Absolutely. recently it came out on a Twitter thread that Ellen, tell me your meanest Ellen story. That's and there has been lots. And she sounds like a bitch and a Karen. But again, we don't know. The hair is too short. It's but what we got to be a blunt cut. What we do know is that Ellen recently cut her unionized staff and hired ones that were out of contract. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was a big scandal. Happened. The workers were saying, "We don't know if we're getting paid." Is this after or this is during the times of Corona that it came out? And and again, all these celebrities who talk about you know, especially the ones who were pro Bernie or pro this, pro that. When it comes to your step where, you know, you could afford to pay, even though it will cost you, you see that they don't do it. They're not very progressive when do as I say, but not as I do. Progress, you know, for for you guys, but just not for me. Right. So she's hiring non-union people. And then these workers are saying that was also part of the scandal, uh, you know, that they were saying they don't know if they're going to be paid. This was in April. 
They're like, they haven't heard anything. She's off in her mansion, and apparently she's making these jokes. Like, it's like being in jail, and they're like, So she did say that. And and when she said that, I mean, keep in mind, Ellen has a lot of properties, and they're beautiful properties. And again, she deserves them. She works hard, not saying that. But when you say, especially with the guests that she has on her show, she meets some incredible guests. She met once a Marine that was burned, like 70% of his body. And so she knows, she's seen real hard times. So when she's saying, you know, it's like a prison. I mean, we all know you and Portia are not living in a prison. Yeah. And especially she didn't always live in her mansion. Like she acts like she's like born and raised in this thing. Well, she should know to she's her benefit, hard to her to benefit she too. Is. She had a comedy stand-up special called relatable because she was it. admitted that she's maybe not as relatable anymore. That's true. You know, so she, she doesn't hide from that. So that I, I kind of like, but what gets but me even, is this be kind. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that because when did the Ellen show came out in 2003, but they said, and and I don't know, you know, that whole post of who's had stories where Ellen's not as nice. You have to understand what she's selling on the daytime show. Forget the Ellen from everywhere else is I'm nice to everybody. Nice. Be kind. Be kind. But apparently even she's a bit of a diva, which she I think is what you're saying, acknowledging even in 2011, she apparently a producer says that Ellen once called Steve Jobs to demand larger font sizes because she lost her glasses and couldn't read a text. But, you know, I actually I love don't. that kind of diva. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I love a good diva. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. If I'm of Ellen status, I'm totally forgetting That's where right, I Steve come Jobs. from. You know, I love my brothers and sisters. Some of them I'll just completely forget. And, you know, that's just the rule of it. I'll completely forget where I come from for the most part. I mean, I, I will be having private jets. I will be, you know, having a, a chef in house. Ooh, private jets. You can get in a lot of and, trouble today in a private and jet. And again, I will be demanding, you know, Jeff Bezos to make the shows on Prime that I want to see. That's that's exactly what that is. She's <laughs> so I actually like her for that. No, I love good diva behavior. You always hear about it with the, the legendary ones. You know, that can, we know, if I could just say my comments on this um because she was hanging out with bush that was the big controversy this is my issue with it because ellen had caitlin jenner on and this was a really good interview because it showed caitlin's uh her hypocrisy caitlin ellen asked caitlin what did you think of same-sex marriage and caitlin said well you know i've always been kind of a traditionalist so you know i wasn't really feeling it but but you know now i am and i remember ellen was taken back and and it's true caitlin does seem genuinely still judging people who are in same-sex relationships she's still mentally like a right-wing right but but the thing that gets me is then she's hanging out with caitlin is not a president she hung out with george bush who was not even for gay rights. Well, the problem is, like, that's what people are saying. And Ellen says, you know, her defense was, i got to be kind to everyone. I have friends that maybe we don't agree. But she wasn't so kind to Caitlyn, and she was really kind to George Bush, a, a person who, who had the power and used it That's right against the LGBTQ community. And then she's defending it. So, so again, I think she was completely right with Caitlyn, but you just need to use that same energy with George Bush, one would think. Because he's in the position to affect he, the lives of that entire community. And he did detrimentally do that. And and I just wouldn't be able to even... So that was the... If I was Ellen to even say hi to him, because this is, again, a president who had the authority and, and did not support same-sex relationships. Actively was against it. Uh, didn't he... So that's my hypocrisy. That's my... Marriage is a man and a woman. That's it. He was fighting against LGBTQ. And I know for her to say, well, no, we should all be nice... Well, that's fine, but your friendship is not helping because this person is not just some guy who hates LGBT. He's using a power to Well, he used a power. He's no longer president. At the time. I just find that so ironic that, you know, you can be kind of 
you know, asking Caitlin all these hardcore questions, but then you're friends with Bush. It doesn't, it just doesn't add up. I didn't know she interviewed Caitlin. Oh, it's a great interview. You got to watch it. Was that after Caitlin's big documentary? Because I would would be curious because it's true. Caitlin says she was a traditionalist and she was probably anti-gay marriage and all that. She was like, she admitted it on the show. And and it is again, to Ellen's credit, I do agree with her. Like, you're like transgender. What do you mean? You were were like a traditionalist. Like you're, you got for years. And and that's what I mean. For trans and everybody else. Uh, You you know know what I mean though? But anyone like all those people who are like so anti-abortion, so anti-gay, sometimes you have to think maybe there's something going on in their personal life. Oh, 100%. Just like Caitlin. Why? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the issue is. Why does it bother you what someone else is doing if they're hurting nobody? It's like why that is it your Pastor Ted Haggard, who led, he was one of the biggest preachers in America. He said constantly how was bad being gay was. Him? And then he was caught with a oh, gay yeah. prostitute doing always. crystal meth. So <laughs> always be careful, those guys who talk about issues that you really can't control. Like you oh. can't control being gay. Just like if you need an abortion, sorry, you're going to get one. Well, this is the thing. It's like, shout out to Lady G. She knows what we're saying. <laughs> but I'll just say this. That's where the controversy is coming from. And Ellen doesn't understand. She thinks, oh, maybe it's because I'm rich. And I'm not relatable. The George Bush thing. I'm just friends. If she's a different people grow and change. And that's where she is now. That's fine. But then she can't say, oh, yeah, just be kind or whatever, because it's not kind when these policies hurt real people. So she needs right. to be aware of that. Well, she has a huge platform. Yeah. And again, is- you know. It's weird that she wouldn't be friends with with Caitlyn. She'd be like, ugh. But then with sure, Bush, she's, she's like, you know. Yeah, maybe but, he is a great guy on a personal note. I, I don't know. I don't know him. But clearly what his actions were was not friendly to her community. Yeah. So that that's what I'm saying. So that's the Ellen thing. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about it. Mostly it was all her jokes in the mansion, though, that really set people off and looking really deeper into her. So these celebrities need to watch out like while they're, you know, people are suffering out there and they're enjoying their mansions. That's great. But do what they can to support and stop getting well, crazy. I agree. I, I saw Jennifer Lopez. They were walking out Black Lives Matter. And then like people on Twitter were like, just just fucking donate. Like we're not asking you to be on the street. Kind of like what Dave Chappelle said. Like, I'm not I don't need to be on the streets, but I'm going to, you know, Dave Chappelle is supporting it one way or another. Well, Ellen does support these causes. And especially J-Lo, who's, you know, it's been proven that, you know, Ashanti was on many of her vocals in her song. So That's just true. be quiet, J-Lo, and don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I guess we'll move on from here. But, you know, we do have to talk about our sponsors. So Ooh. I'm just going to tell you that this week's episode has been brought to you by Wigs. Get your very own Karen wig for those special occasions for when you absolutely insist on talking to the manager. (laughs) Wigs come in a variety Mm -hmm. of sizes, so you can be ready, whether it's to address the manager, the regional manager, or our deluxe blunt cut beehive for that next level when you definitely need to speak with the owner of this establishment. Am I right? (laughs) Yes. And we're We're back. So speaking of Karens, girl, it has been an explosion. So for those of you guys who don't know what Karens are, if you're living under a rock, it's basically a white woman or it can actually it's now been other Karens. It's an attitude now. It's basically a baby boomer age, a middle aged woman who cannot say no, uh, who cannot handle being told that, no, they can't get their way. And there has been some that have been, unfortunately, more racist than others. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys have seen the recent scandals. We all know about Central Park Karen. Where she weaponized saying uh, this woman said, I'm going to tell the police that an African-American man is fighting with me. And she knew exactly 
what that meant. Yeah. So you guys, so not, not that one. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the story, this guy was just bird watching, and you're supposed to have a like a leash on your dog, especially around an area where all these birds are. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Ma'am, can you put your dog on a leash?" And that's when she just flipped out and used her crazy privilege and went bananas. And and the fact that you know that you could say that's still in New York in 2020 shows that there obviously is a, a white privilege that you know if you call the police, they would believe that. Oh my god, a black man. In a park. What was, what was shocking to me is, well, not shocking, but this bitch is Canadian. Ugh, well, you can take her, America. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy. But all these patties, but, yeah. uh, we have permit patties, we have uh, BBQ Becky. Yeah, she started I mean, it's those people who, you know, work even at fast food, they have to deal with them. I want to speak to your manager. I want to speak to your supervisor. Now, I just want to say for everybody out there, I know it's getting a really bad rap because everyone associates Karen with speaking to the manager, but sometimes you do need to speak to the manager. That is true. <laughs> okay. Are we never going to be able to speak to a manager again? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you really do need a manager. I mean, once I was shopping at Lush, like I always do, and I buy soap by the pound. He really, he gave me a large bucket, but it wasn't a pound. So I How needed to speak to him because it was like, usually it's like fills to the top of the Are bucket. they weighing this? Yeah. They're, oh, okay. But he didn't weigh it. Like I didn't see him do anything. So I was like, excuse me, like, sorry. It's, Good I mean, for you. But that was like the one time, guys. Wait, okay. So I'm not you a Karen. And you asked for the manager? Well, yeah. At one point he's like, no, no, no. I counter him. Like, can you just get, uh, and then the manager was behind him. So it's not like I asked for the manager, but I was like, can you just, and it turned out that I was right. So I want to be very clear. Putting has long, beautiful, thick hair. She does not have a blunt short no i don't guys cut. and i'm not a karen i i actually it's funny i currently work with a male karen so. <laughs> i was gonna say we have to talk about them i mean whether they have frosted tips or not these uh, male karens exist it's it's crazy it's really these karens it's a power issue it's the fact that they think that they can power entitled over your life i mean just at work if i leave let's say five minutes before i'd have my male karen say oh does uh does the boss know Who cares? Mind your business. I mean, if you guys haven't checked out, check out our episode with the mind your business because really is an epidemic. Another one. Sorry, not making light of the current one. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, you know, but the mind your business uh, people. That's what a Karen is. A Karen is not going to mind her business. Not only is she not going to mind her business, she's going to insist on making it everyone's business, whether you like it or Mm -hmm. not. And she's not going to let you go about your business. I mean, that's essentially... They're all over. If you guys go on Twitter, YouTube, you just see Karen's. There's now compilations. They're hilarious. Have fun. Enjoy it. Yeah. So they can be, you know, racist or not. uh, But generally speaking. Yeah. So I think it's important that when you do see a Karen, don't panic. Just step just away. record. Yeah. <laughs> I just just today actually I went to the outlets as you do. And I went to the outlet. I was in the Columbia outlet. Holy tells this woman, sorry, you need to keep social distance from me. She goes, I am keeping social distance. And I said, oh, and I said in a loud voice, I said, oh, this is a Karen. I'm going to start recording. And the woman heard me and the other customers, they started laughing and she ran out. I mean, so social media is powerful. If you're going to yell at an employee who's just doing his job. Yeah. I'm going to record. I'm going to humiliate you. So you missed your opportunity, girl. I did miss it, but she she heard me. That's why. That's why you shouldn't and, have said anything. Right. You would have been viral. You wouldn't have to work ever again. <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> but, you know, girl, we do have to talk. And I know it's come up this about week. the Jimmies. Yes, absolutely. So we talked about daytime with Ellen, but they're not the only ones free from controversy. Here comes Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy no. Kimmel. 
Oh, where do we start? Well, I will be happy to start, actually. I don't watch his show because I was alive during the men's show. So that's how I know Jimmy. And I know he's cleaned up a lot and he's been leading the cancel culture and, you know, righteous indignation and telling us how to live our lives. But apparently he's in hot water, not just for the blackface, but apparently he's in a few times. Did you see the Oprah one? He did Oprah. He said the N-word multiple times on Snoop Dogg's. Uh, He did a cover of Snoop Dogg's. And the problem with it, it, it's one of those racist people who say, I'm not racist, I have black friends. It's the (laughs) sneaky racist that, it's like sneaky anti-Semites, the ones who are like, oh, I don't hate you because, you know. I've got a Jew lawyer. Right, exactly. It's (laughs) those people. Yeah. Well, you know, Jimmy is really like, he took off for the summer, right? And he was, he made an apology because it was mostly, I think, on the Carl Malone one. And he's done it a few times. And to be fair, Carl Malone doesn't even speak like that. So that's how you know it's really racist. But what I love is he has that guy, uh, Adam Carolla, come out and and do like a defense of Jimmy saying, Jimmy's the best guy I know. And I'm like, you were both pigs like back then. I don't know. Okay. So just so you guys don't know, this man show was like women jumping up and trampling, but it was more than that. They would go in the streets and they would have some little kid go up to women and say really dirty and harassing things. And then the women didn't like know what to say. He would embarrass well, women. And I saw one, he would weigh them, call I them I saw fat. one skit where he would blindfold women and he, they would touch where his penis is. That's the one. Where other people's penises are. And, and I was like, what the hell? Well, so a popular skit of his was, guess what's in my pocket? Is it okay, banana? that's And the then he would make girls. But the, that's fine. These people were participating and whatever was all supposed to be in the name of comedy. But it was the whole show. Like you never saw. First of all, these two guys were not attractive. Every girl had to be like fake boobs. And and I want to get this straight, too. I'm not against the man show. I think, you know, if it's funny, it's funny. Just like I'm not against Chappelle's show. I'm not against any type of really funny show. No, Right. I'm not against even if it's a little sexist to women. If it's funny, it's funny. I'm not for that. I understand they're comedians. Why I'm coming down, why we're coming down on him on the man show. On his show, this is a guy who, he completely sounds so virtuous whenever he's speaking about Trump. As he should, I get it, he doesn't like Trump, but he'll say Trump's a racist, Trump's this, Trump's that, which all can be true, but I don't think you're the right person to do it. He's no paragon of morality. and He's he's, no Stephen Colbert, who's never done blackface, who's never said these things. You can't call someone racist when you yourself, I have a real problem with that, when you yourself say the N-word, have dressed in blackface multiple times. My favorite is when they say it was a product of times. No, it wasn't. We were around those times. And some of the best people I've met are older people who've always treated people with respect and dignity, no matter their race, sex, whatever, you know? So there's no excuse for it. I don't want to hear it, but I don't have a problem. That's who you are. You're a pig. That's fine. But then don't come and lecture and preach to us. And lecture America, lecture us. That's the problem everyone's having with, is that he went out telling everybody, I'm a big family man now and all this and all that. That's great for you. But don't tell us. I always love when someone has a great life, a rock star life, and they like sleep with a million people, do all these drugs, and then they clean up or find God or something. And then they're telling us how to live better. Well, like, it's like you I, I was watching the pro-life rally <laughs> no. and they had a sign saying, I regret my abortion. OK, but you had one. <laughs> can you let someone else regret it? Then? Yeah, like, can exactly. you? OK, like, that's, that's again, it goes back to minding your business. That's you. Right. That, that's your business. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry that you regret it, but um, can, I'm not telling you. You had a choice. You weren't forced into it. I mean, <laughs> well, that's the problem they're having with Jimmy. So I think so he thinks he yeah. can clean it up with an apology and everything, but he doesn't get that it's deep. And he goes, yeah, the man show was a year ago. I'm like, but you showed us who you are. That is Maya Angelou says when well, someone shows you who they are. 
believe them. And, and, and the I thing did. is, too, his apology was so bad because he said, you know, I didn't even want to come out with it right away because the people on the right who hate me, they're the real <sighs> racists. And, you know, your your talk show host, I mean, Stephen Colbert, he doesn't say bad things about people who voted for Trump. He says bad things about Trump. That's a very important distinction. Well, with distinction or not, it's a matter of respect. Can you respect people who live on this earth? When you send out a little kid to go harass people on the streets and you say, oh, it's in the name of comedy, this guy's underage. What are these women supposed to say? They're not, they did not sign a waiver. They're not like want, want to be actresses. And him with the kid's book now. I get it. He has a That's kid's book. Yeah, he has a kid's book. I get it that, you know, you've progressed, you've evolved. Fine. But then you you, you should have owned up for your other stuff. You should say, hey, guys, you know, back when I was in my 30s, I did the man show. And you know what? It's it's shit. He never did that. So that's no. where it gets me. He, they, You know, I love comedy. I've been going to comedy shows since I was young, and I really respect their ability to say what they need to say. But then you can't use it to start preaching to us what we need to you do. You can't be a changed man all of a sudden what... and, and start preaching morals. A comedian is someone anyways who does have loose morals. That's what makes him so funny. And he's specifically only apologizing for the blackface. He doesn't understand that it's part of a whole persona of not giving a shit about people. Right. That's where it looks like it comes from from anyone else. Who's where Jimmy Fallon, I feel like people have forgiven him. You know, Jamie Foxx. So Jimmy Fallon did blackface of Chris Rock. He literally imitated Chris Rock. He didn't do like the big lips or anything. It was just Jimmy Fallon is in black paint. I have to say the voice that Jimmy did on Chris Rock was on point. But Jamie Foxx forgiven him. I mean, he completely owned up to it. And Jimmy Fallon doesn't preach to Americans. I don't I don't watch the show, like I said, because of the whole like I know what he's about, so I'm not interested. But generally speaking, uh, it's not just that we're going to find more things like the problem is all these people who preach, you know, if you live in glass houses, like, okay, fine. And again, it goes back to a very simple mind your business. I didn't ask you. We didn't elect you. Who cares? You know, like, (laughs) like, who cares? Like, as Joy Behar says, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? cares? (laughs) What are we doing? Oh, girl. So all these uh, I expect we're going to hear from more people. Everyone's getting canceled every 10 minutes. That's why we said last episode, get our app, get that schmuck app. So you and can see you know what's top. funny. You know who's not being canceled? Who? Still anti-Semites. We have to keep that on the radar. Oh, everybody's there's so many people who need to really be canceled. Forget Hollywood, uh, whether it be anti-Semites and people that are still killing trans people. you got to remember that, too. They're killing all kinds of people. This has to stop. You know, everyone. Mm-hmm. And I love how everyone pretends, oh, we didn't know. And now we're being educated. But I'm like, you know, Chaya, when you're being the an big asshole. difference is, too, a lot of people who hate black people also hate. Oh, that Jews. Too. So we have to keep in mind. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and there hate. are also black people who might not who might share anti-Semitic views recently came up with Ice Cube. Oh, so yeah, we saw that. We just, you know, need to keep the fire on that, too. Uh, well, 100 percent. They always try to take us down, but we survived mm-hmm. well over 5000 years, girl. We're going to mm-hmm. keep going. But anyway, uh, speaking of, I know that people are starting to sort of get back, depending where you live, and we're having some unique doctor experiences. I wanted to talk about that because it's important for our listeners. No one's ever really comfortable at the gyno. Am I right? I'm not that comfortable, no. With a woman gyno, maybe more. Well, I'll tell you this. I remember when I was getting this new top gyno over where I was in Montreal, and I was in the waiting room feeling, you know, of course, I groom like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. You know, I was there, uh, you know, clean as a whistle. And I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, you know what? I feel bad saying this. I'm like, there were all these senior citizens. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to be a delight for him to see. It's a man, right? So I'm like, okay, but I always think something's freaky with the men gynos. And they're always getting in trouble. 
You know what I think is weird being, and again, I salute men gynos they're are great. the best yeah. too. Uh, not Very better good. than, I'm not saying they're better than women. Just no. a lot of top gynos in the world are happen to be men. They just do. Um, and they're always straight and they really love it. What I think is is weird is that most of the time you're not seeing fresh ones like me and Chaya's. You're seeing women with infections. You're seeing seniors. Yeah. You're seeing vaginas. Yeah, you got to really like the vajage. How do they, as straight people as well, how are they? I don't know. I think it's a weird thing to want to go it into. It always makes me think my friend of mine dated a chef and then he would come home and he didn't want to cook. He's like, I did it all so, day. Right. If so, you're married to a gyno, right. do they not want to? Right. They're like, I've looked at puss all day. Forget <laughs> your puss. <laughs> like, it's not happening. Right. And I'm telling you that it's a unique experience with him. Uh, I remember I came in and he told me something that really surprised me. I thought the biggest issue would be the puss, even though they see all kinds of puss. But apparently it's the feet. They say the number one thing that bothers them is people's feet stink. Ever since you told me that, I bring Ooh. a fresh pair of socks. In my That's purse good. and right before. Because you're right in their face with your my feet. My feet probably do stink because I hate wearing socks and I'm wearing oh, my no. shoes. That's right. I'm sweating in my feet. Oh, girl, you better use that gold bomb. <laughs> you better be powdering that up. <laughs> okay. You, know, you can't yeah. be doing that. Now, bring a little bit of no-show socks, you know, the tiny socks. Put them in your purse. But they get, they had some issues. Like, And I know in Montreal, two doctors were accused. They make a lot of sexual comments. And mine was top top gyno and that's what he did right off the bat he's like you're clean as a whistle it looks fantastic can i set you up with a doctor i was like is that bad well i'm I'm sitting there with my legs spread in the skirt (laughs) i'm like "Uh, no thank you no what's he gonna tell what's he gonna tell the other doctors i I looked at her puss there's she's childbearing i think with a lot of men too it's like they they love a woman's body and that's how they want to study it so it could be that too it's it's an art to them but like you said, they're seeing problems. They're seeing real problems. And when have you wanted to present your loved one with your puss if it's having a problem? You don't. <laughs> no. You're not like, voila, I have a yeasty. <laughs> Let's go, babe. <laughs> like, so I think that it's a little unique. I know it would be nice to have a woman in that respective, but I'll always take a good doctor. Mm-hmm. I try to block myself out. I'm like, please don't say anything sexual. But you know what? I am sexist with dentists. I've had you both men that. and women dentists. Women dentists are better because I feel like their hands are smaller. So even with the tools, get into the nooks and crannies. You know what I thought about you this week? I had to go to the dentist and they had to put one of those dams on. So he warned me and I have a gag reflex. It's not good. And he's like, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm going to try. I have big fingers. I almost threw up. see? And then the assistant, thank God she had tiny fingers. And I was like, she's right. Pudding's right. You see? And my dentist is a woman. And I'm telling you, it was less pain. I always went to male dentists before. But, you know, I went to this dentist and I said, well, the the difference. fingers. Or you you need to find a guy with tiny fingers. It it depends. If you have a Julia Roberts mouth, what do you care? So my my non-medical advice is if you're going to a dentist, try to find a woman dentist. It'll hurt less. Yeah, especially if it's like a back tooth or something. They're going to get in there. Right. Unless you've been practicing your gag reflex and, you know, shoving a banana down there twice a day. Women's hands just tend to be also skinnier, too. A lot of men's hands, and, you know, don't get me wrong, my husband's hands, they're I like sexy, they're hand. big hands. But would I want them in my mouth as a dentist? No. No. And, and, oh, God, girl. <laughs> you know, like, but I thought about you. But, you know, it was great. But we have to think when we're going to the doctor, just last tips, get a lady dentist and bring fresh socks that you change into at the, the waiting room at the gun. Yes. Well, this has been so fun. Thanks for, uh, you know, catching up with us, guys. Yeah, I know it's great to be back together discussing the issues of the day. I was camping last weekend, guys, so. 
I know. I can't picture it. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. <laughs> it was, you know what? I realized I can go camping, but I need to go on a campsite with a working toilet. I can't go on an outhouse. Yeah. If some places don't even have an outhouse, you have to dig a little hole. Maybe that I wouldn't even mind. The outhouse, the smell of it. it well, just... I think you would mind, girl. Can you hold that squat? well guys well we'll be back next week yes absolutely so thanks for listening guys and we'll be back next week with a new episode if you like what you hear don't forget to check us out weekly on itunes or your preferred platform please give us a rating and subscribe to the show give us the stars you think we deserve Check out our website at allkindspodcast.com. You can also hit us up at Twitter, All Kinds Weekly, or on Instagram at All Kinds Podcast. We look forward to hearing from you, and maybe we can discuss it on our next show. Furthermore, our personal Twitters are All Kinds Yehudis at Twitter and All Kinds Maya. Thanks for listening. <laughs>